0: This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. Absolutely. And I'm right there with you and kind of bringing that from the NHL to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Such a great organization for one and brilliant roster for two. And I may sound biased, but I feel like the guys are on the right trajectory at the right time of the season. What have you seen this season that would basically make the case that the Bolts will have a strong playoff run?
1: Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. The well, the They're about to just take their last game against Dallas, which leads the central division. Uh, George Allen said the great hall of fame football coach um, said, um, greatness in sport is defined by winning in an arena filled with people pulling for you to lose. And the Lightning did that just a couple of nights ago in Dallas against a couple of afternoons against the first-place team in that division in the uh, Dallas Stars. They're going into Colorado, uh, having just beaten Colorado 5-0. The last playoff run that they had a year ago, they closed out one of their fierce rivals in Toronto, in Toronto, in Game 7. If you go back to even 2011, which is almost prehistoric times now, so in more than a decade, they could have won three other Cups. This is a dynastic team, and the core is still there. That was the 2011 Game 7 in Boston when the Bruins won the Cup. Steven Stamkos took the puck to the face, left for one shift, came back. But you have that, you have in 18 no in 15 when they played Chicago if Tyler Johnson does not break his wrist doing faceoffs they probably beat Chicago and win that cup there's one for certain in 18 um, uh, when did when did uh, in 18 when they led Washington three games to two in the Eastern Conference Final and then didn't score again uh, Anton Strawman, the great veteran defenseman told me that that was his cup, that he thought that that broke his heart. They could have won that cup. They went to the fi- the Eastern Conference Finals with Pittsburgh, could have won that cup. And then when, after the debacle of the president's trophy and being swept by Columbus, as John Tortorella said, they awakened at Columbus of Sleeping Giant. They went in 21. 20- they went in 22. 20- and they go to the Stanley Cup final last year. And even with a roster that's been brilliantly reconstructed by Julian Brisbois, the uh, general manager, it's some key points despite losing McDonough and Jan Ruda and all here they are. They are, um, uh, they're what? Eight, two and one in their last 11. They are two points behind Toronto. Toronto has not won a playoff series. Uh, there's not a coach alive that has coached them to a playoff series win. Um, uh, <laughs> this is here they are poised they could do it again they could win it all again this year once you get in the tent and i say toronto because it looks like boston will win the atlantic division and it'll be toronto and right. tampa bay right now for the last 30 games deciding who plays opens the series at home or on the road they can win at either place they've got the extraordinary they've got an exceptional goaltender in vasilevsky who is one win off of Lannis Allmark's lead for the most wins in the NHL. Kucherov is having a career year. Stamkos, yes. Hedman, Palat, they're all having remarkable years. In the pieces they added at the trade deadline, Brandon Hagel, Nick Paul, signing Ian Cole in the offseason, have all worked out remarkably well. They are poised mm-hmm. right now. Uh, yep. Knock on wood once again. You might agree, disagree. They're as good as anybody that's going to be in the tournament. And they just defeated Boston uh, just over yes. uh, two weeks ago before the All-Star break. So in Boston, yeah. I think the Stanley Cup goes through Boston this year. That's kind of a Cliff Notes version of it. And uh, here they are. And uh, they have three yeah. of the top 12 scorers in the Eastern Conference in uh, Kucherov and Stamkos. Um, who's the, th- who the third will one? Um, Braden Point. Like I Bright can't Point. remember.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's been a, a lot man. of movie pieces.
1: Look at that. Yeah, look at that top line. What you're gonna do? Mm-hmm. You take that top line centered by Braden Point, flanked by say Hegel right now, and and Cooch on the other side. The second line with Steven Stankos. <laughs> um, the third line with Nick Paul, and then Pat, Pat <laughs> on that line, or the the, the fourth line with Pierre Edward Belmar with Namesnikov and And Corey Perry, those are four lines. Which line do you take off? Who's to say the roster is not augmented between now and the trade deadline on the third of March? Um, Their general manager and Julian, with Matthew Darsh and his staff, uh, Julian has a law degree and an MBA, and he has been brilliant. Every move he's made has had the Midas touch. Fortunately. So, in uh, Julian, we trust. Um, yes,
0: yes, we I do. think they're
1: poised. I, th- I think the, uh, the goaltending situation is solid. Uh, the Moose has been all you could have behind Vasilevsky, and Vazzy has warmed to it. Edmund has warmed to it. This team is built for the 1st of April. Uh, it yes. has shown that. It is experienced to know. They are built to get to April Poised and healthy, as John Cooper himself said, after he had defeated Colorado 5-0, and Colorado just won the Stanley Cup, they're the reigning Stanley Cup champions, he said, neither team was raising the cup after tonight. So you just take it all in a grain of salt. When you move on, big picture, you lose one, you keep going. This team does not lose and has not lost more than two in a row and regulation all year long
0: right
1: so it plays to a standard and uh and it's it plays to a a rhythm and it's wonderful to see
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty four seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSE. Yeah, they're such they're so good at being even kill and not putting too much emotion on anything and taking it game by game. But you mentioned the Lions Paul, which is probably one of my favorite topics with this team, because every guy has such an excitement. And an element to his game. And recently, Cooper put him back in the blender. And now the second line consists of Brandon Hagel and Anthony Sorelli and Alex Colorn playing together, which has been so exciting because what a show they put on, um, isolating guys like Nathan McKinnon in the Colorado matchup on Thursday. And then yeah, well, Anthony Sorelli walks away with two goals on Saturday. Um, what do you think of this duo, the potentially new dynamic duo of Anthony Sorelli and Brandon Hagel? They well, are I, would begin, games.
1: I would begin with the other winger in uh, Alex Cologne, who I think is one of the okay. five most significant players in the history of this of this current group. I um, and this group has been together for a decade. You know, he's got 11 years in the league now. If you look at what he has done and what he's accomplished, I mentioned the Chicago Stanley cup run of 2015. Um, he scored the very first goal in that series. Did Alex Kalorn in a Stanley cup final. Alex Kalorn has two Stanley cups to his credit. Um, he has played 700 games in the national hockey league, a wealth of experience. He has had a phenomenal career, Um uh, he is in the final year of his agreement and people are saying, well, Alex Colorn will probably be moving on. I don't think so. I think it would be wonderful right. to see Alex Colorn play his entire run here. Um, because he has meant so much uh, both on and off the ice. Um, plus his podcast, you know, and jet skiing and
0: the influencer. what, what <laughs> yeah.
1: influencer, Um Best-educated man in the room with a hockey degree speaks two languages. Prep school went away uh, from Montreal. I'm a great admirer of Alex Kalorn um, and Nick Paul. Just being here, uh, look what he has done. Uh, you you talked to Sorelli, I should say. In Sorelli, you know, the other night or the other afternoon uh, in Dallas, when he had uh, the game-winning goal and and an assist a multi-goal, multi-goal game for him, uh, that was the arena where he, he debuted in the NHL, where he came up wow. from Syracuse and had his very first goal and uh, very first assist in the league. And I recall being in the studio in that game, and my phone banged, and I looked down, and it was Tom Curvers, the late Tom Curvers, who won the Hobie Baker in his career, Minnesota Duluth, uh, Tom Curvers lost his bout with cancer two years ago, lung cancer, but he had been instrumental in identifying and the selection of um, Anthony Sorelli. and it went off. And he was because we had Anthony Sorelli on. I remember looking at my phone and going, "Tom Curvers thrilled by this. I love Tom. He and um, Steve Eiserman were particularly close. He respected him a great deal." Tom had played in the league in law. So, uh, Anthony Sorelli, they call him Bulldog, really a great four checker, fierce. And then Brandon Hagel, now we paid a high price. We gave up two number ones in, in players that were playing well then, um, uh, young guys. And he comes in here. And look what he has done here. Brandon Hagel has had a tremendous year. He's been skating on the top line. He's like Andre Palat was. Or before him, Freddie Modine in the 2004 Cup run. Everybody remembers Marty and Vinny and Brad Richards and all from 04. But who went in the corner and got that puck with all due respect to the other guys? Freddie Modine. Who went in uh, the 21-22 run on the top line left wing? Who went in there and got it? Andre Palat. Who goes in there now and gets the puck? Uh, Brandon Hagel. And you look at his numbers now. Let me pull this off. I'm going to put on my cheaters here a second to make sure I've got them. Uh, Brandon Hagel is the fourth leading scorer right now. And he, along with Kucherov, Point, Stamkos, and Kalorn, have played in every game this year, all 52, have not missed a single game. The other two other guys are Patty Maroon and Corey Perry. and, And Corey Perry, to do so at this point in his career, Is uh, rather remarkable. Brandon Hagel right now, twenty-two goals, twenty-two assists, and he's a plus sixteen. He's been tremendous uh, in this. There's other things we can look at at what he does in his ice time. He's playing nineteen minutes a night in all situations. So, big fan of and and averages
0: four takeaways per game. Just well, that's right. He's the NHL takeaways.
1: See, I'm just, I'm just. to the red light. Who's turning on the red light? No, but you're right. That's the <laughs> point that I'm making. You're absolutely right. Let me give you that number. Let me see the takeaway number here. Uh, if I can find it. Well, I see I see Stamkos with hits. You know, Stamkos has 60 hits. Brandon Hagel there. I, I don't see a sheet with takeaways on it here, but he's got got 40 blocks and 40 hits. But right. he's an all-around player, and, and they acquired him from Chicago at the deadline.
0: And I asked
1: in an interview when uh, Julian was kind enough to come on with myself and Adam Hall, I asked him, how do you identify these guys other than the eye test? Is it all subjective when you go look at players with your staff, you know, your team, is it analytical or is it subjective? And he says it's both empirical as well as subjective. It's, it's both or you run the numbers, you identify what kind of player you need. And he says they begin, to your point, with quality chances against. That's the first analytic they put up. Brandon Hagel, quality chances against. How well does he defend? It's not the pucks that go against the pucks you keep out. That's for this high-scoring group of guys, which uh, I found very interesting.
0: Yeah. I know they're averaging uh, 3.58 goals per game right now. I think they sit fourth in the league for the goals that they're putting up. Which, if this conversation was taking place in September, no one would have expected this. They were relying on special no. teams initially, and then they found success on even strength.
1: Yeah, well, and but yeah, and, and two, you've heard it said a, a billion times. Not that I would know, but but I've heard it said to me: the defense leads to offense. Right? You you get mm-hmm. stops, you turn the puck over. And you're going the other way on an odd man rush. And with this right. team, an odd man rush is not a recipe for an opponent having success. Um, mm-hmm. Can you imagine an opposing goaltender with Hagel, Sorelli, and Kalorn flying at you, much less right. Braden Point and Kucherov going to that right wall and dishing to the point and back to Stamkos or whomever on the left side? Here we go. or just rushing right by you.
0: Uh,
1: Mm -hmm. So so it's wonderful. And you've got a lot of
0: guys on this roster that have strong two-way ability, which kind of brings me to my next question. Has there been anyone or player in particular that started to take that next step in the season, maybe before All-Star break or returning from All-Star break? Um, My particular favorite has been Ross Colton. I think that we've seen his teeth a lot (laughs) as of late – so physical. He's he's getting his shots up there. He just collected his 11th goal of the season last week. Um, is there a player that stands out to you over the course of the last I can season? hear
1: I can hear our founding father and Phil Esposito on the air with Dave Mishkin right now saying, shoot the puck. Don't yeah. hold it, shoot <laughs> the puck, puck, Ross. Shoot it. Yes.
0: net. I like
1: Michael Sergachev a lot. I really do. Yes. Stepping forward and you look where he is. You know, if I asked you, uh, you know, his numbers are almost um, uh, identical to uh, Hedman's, Victor Hedman's. um,
0: Yeah.
1: All the way across. They're both plus 12. Uh, Sergey with 36 points, Hedman with 35. Uh, They've played every night. Uh, Their assists, almost identical, 29 and 31. They, they can kill penalties. They can play on the power play. And uh, we're Victor's in his 14th season, here is Sergey still coming around, still learning. Uh, they say it takes 300 games for a defenseman for the game to slow down as it does to experienced quarterbacks in the National Football League. But Sergachev has been wonderful. Chernak has been wonderful. Look at, look at the envy of this league. Hedman plays with Bogosian. Who is another 800 game score? A 800 game player, Sergeyev Chernak. Uh, did you did you think that Ian Cole, when you acquired him from Carolina, would be so vitally important? He's been a rock of right. stability um, through the first 52, especially with the absence of Ryan McDonough. I would think back there, he's been there every night and and played very well. And then for a rookie, Nick. Herbix. Love Nick Herbix. Herbix. He, this time a year ago, he was playing at St. Cloud State. He was still playing yeah. college hockey. Um, uh, so to be skating on one of the finest teams in the NHL and playing, what is he averaging now, a night? 15, 16 minutes? It's just right. wonderful. And, and just signed an extension. Uh, is signed already. It took him less than forty games to be signed to a multi-year contract uh, by the front office. How wonderful is it, Brilliant. Nick Urbix, who who uh, <laughs> is is playing with Ian Cole and has the benefit of that, uh, the experience. Yeah. Of I like that. to say he's
0: one of the best surprises of this team because he was just supposed to help alleviate while Bogos- Bogosian was still healing uh, from his offseason surgery, and then turns into this guy. Exactly. Make the most of and your now, opportunities. Make the most yep, of your. You never opportunities. give up. Absolutely.